This week, are the Dallas Cowboys the worst team in the NFL? That was more of a Howard Cussell, <laughs> I think, was. than, uh, than a Larry. Oh, well, you just started off that way with the Dallas yeah. Cowboys losing, <laughs> breaking my heart again. I mean, again. dude, at least you didn't do two quarterback sneaks in a row. I know. Well, imagine going for a QB sneak in the fourth quarter with 15 seconds left. Or imagine going for a... Wait, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it was a okay. cupid draw. How yeah. do you feel about uh, Dak Prescott agreeing with the fans throwing stuff at the refs? That's yeah, I agree. No, actually, I don't agree with it at all. I think he was just they, angry um, in the he moment. He was just yeah, angry in the, moment. in the moment. They lost because they uh, just the coaching stinks and the play calling stunk, and it just wasn't. But good, also, man. the 49ers, I feel like are on a roll right. They are now. a roll. I knew it was going to happen. They're right hot, baby. Wait, like, who are they playing next? Uh, they're playing Green Bay at Green Bay. Yeah, they're going to get smoked. They're, yeah. they're actually. The, I, I think they're the only team that's that is going into the next division, the, the, the next round that I think is going to get... All, all the other games look like they could be, like, good games. Really good games I feel like Tennessee's yeah. a little fraudulent. That's what I feel you like. You said that. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm usually wrong yeah, with But what stuff. if Derrick Henry comes back? No, then they have a very I good think chance. he practiced. He did practice ago. this week, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and who are the Bucks playing? The, uh, the Rams. Rams. And the Rams looked right. That could be a good night. game. The Ch- I'm excited for the Chiefs, the Chiefs game. Bills, yeah. Chiefs, the because especially still, after what he did to the Patriots this I'm week. I'm still sticking to my... What I told you last week, uh, Bengals, Bengals, uh, Packers for Super Bowl. Maybe, I don't know. Bengals look fraudulent too, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Joe Burrow just <laughs> throwing nine hundred yards back to back in two weeks. Yeah, fraudulent. Yeah, but here's it, who they, they they did play the Chiefs they defense. Played, they then. played. Yeah. They, it was a tough game against Oakland. Like oh, they came yeah. down to the. It was one of the only did, two yeah. games that came like. And down they're on the, on the road the rest of the way, so yeah, yeah. maybe they are fraudulent. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Anyway, here we are, <laughs> Long Ash Podcast. Nick Labretti here, Secret Chris. And then uh, we're joined by a special guest for a very special episode. You know him as the pipe smoker. Um, God damn it. We know him as delicious <laughs> Derek. Uh, Derek uh, Whitney, our SEO manager and so. fellow cigar enthusiast. Um, so today we are going to discuss, we all got our paperwork, we got our documents here. Today we are going to discuss... Um, as you know, end of the year, or actually the beginning of the year now, because January or February, whenever this is coming out, um, all the top 25 lists from all the various industry um, publications come out. The only big one that we're still waiting on is Half Wheel, because like everything with Half Wheel, they got to take their time. And they do and live, right? They do a live video. They do a video. live, but they also have a, like, so today they just released their Company of the Year award, which went to um, Freddie Otiego, which okay. is... Um, Michael Herklotz's new company, the one, the gentleman who from uh, formerly of Nat Sherman, um, and then they do top ten packaging, and then they do something else, and then they have um, their their top twenty five, uh, which comes out this Friday, so yesterday, today, or tomorrow, whenever this is dropping. Friday, yeah. And then um, on mo- next Monday, they do their consensus, where they take all of the different lists and put them all together and see like where, you know, what, which cigars what rank the okay. most uh, out of, out of, uh, which, what's cool about that is sometimes they'll have a cigar on their consensus that like th- when they reviewed it, they gave it a bad review, but so many other companies liked it that it has to make their consensus list because mm-hmm. so many other companies ranked it in their, in their top 25. So Do they feel some type of way about that when that, uh, that, they did one. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was the Las Calaveras like two years ago. And I remember John had a shit-eating grin on his face because they, they didn't give it a good review. They gave it, like, a low 80s. But it was on, like, three or four other companies, like, in their top five. Yeah. And so when they were going through their consensus, they are like, oh, and number four was the Las Calaveras from Crown Heads. 
okay, and number three, and they like he just briefly yep. touched on it, right? Like, which is yeah. Listen, you got to give them credit for like doing it at all. They could easily weasel their way and skip out on this, but they're they're trying to keep it true, and it is a consensus, which is kind of what we're doing today, where we kind of have our own little consensus here of the so far th- four major lists that have dropped. Uh, obviously, the most important being ours. Yes. The uh, JR Cigars <laughs> Top 25, which everyone knows about. We've had a lot of content on. And then um, we have the Cigar Aficionado Top 25, the big one, the, the industry-changing one, uh, the Blind Man's Puff Top 25, and then the Cigar Dojo Top 10, plus they had a Top 5 uh, limited edition one. So they ranked a total of uh, 15 cigars. And they also do, year. I guess, five exceptional awards, which I, yeah. I, I think that's pretty interesting, too. So they had a total of, like, 20... Uh, you know, 20 categories, I guess, or 20 yeah. things that they, they did rank throughout the year. Yeah, so. they, they like to do it in a, in a, in a cool way. It's a yeah. very, very dojo-esque way. <laughs> um, and then also, we're all smoking something today that made uh, at least one of the... Actually, I think that we're all smoking something that made at least two of these lists, if I'm not mistaken. So you're smoking the Aganorsa uh, Rare, Rare Relief Reserve, which yes. made... It was number three on, on Blind Band's Puff, yep. and then it was number eight on Dojo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Derek, you're smoking the Monte Cristo 1935 a anniversary. Banger of all bangers. Absolutely. <laughs> which was number three for the JR list and number two for uh, the Cigar Aficionado list. Very, you know, big, big time. When that ranking. made the number two, like when that was announced last week, I felt like. It was just like everyone was so like ecstatic and stoked about it. Yeah, saw it all over social media. It's a really good cigar. It is. It's fantastic. It is. I think it went under the radar. Honestly, well, can't say that because it landed top five spots in two lists. But I think the problem with with the release of that cigar is because that, that's an old, not not older one, but that's a over a year. I want to say, uh, I, and I felt like that got released like towards the end of like COVID time, like there wasn't a lot of stuff going on yeah. yet. Whereas the one I'm smoking, which is the Monte, another Monte Cristo, the Epic Vintage 12, which was on two of these lists as well. This got released like pretty recently, the past four or five months. So they had kind of a full marketing campaign behind it. Actually, no, it was it was released in June. I want to say it was June. They yeah. had a full marketing campaign behind it. They, they had the TPE show to kind of talk about it. And so they, they had a lot of in-store events around it. So this kind of got more of the full gambit of Notoriety, whereas that one, um, um, absolutely amazing, but yeah, definitely fell under uh, under the radar. Is that your first time smoking this? No, it's my second time. It actually made my top five. So okay. Oh, you have a top. I have a top five list. <laughs> All right, what's your top? Everyone five? talks about it. Cigar aficionado, you know, it's a big deal, right? All right, here. so what was your what was your top five? five? Okay, you ready for this? Yes. All right, so I got for the You're number going five one, one. Okay, one through five. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do one through five. Yeah. yeah. So Kintsugi, I put as number one. Uh, 1935 is number two. Siri is number three. And then I actually have Neanderthal um, is number four. Okay. And then for my fifth one, this is going to surprise you, but I talked about a lot with you. It was the JR Ultimate 50th. Okay. That was there actually like one of my favorites. Yeah. No Umbagog, huh? Well, Umbagog is always my number one. You know that. Yeah. Man. Come on. That's yeah. But your top three is... Same three Stellar. cigars in our list. Yeah, you just switched the um, yeah. Siri E and the and the the only the only one and the Monte Cristo. The only one I didn't try, and I know like it's been like on everyone's list. I actually made like three different lists for like the top cigars. Was the um, uh, Underground Ten and oh well, I will give you when we come. Yeah. It, but how is that? It was good though. It's, yeah, it's good. yeah. It's I mean, really the reason really why I made good. all the lists. Yeah, no. Yeah. And what is it? It's. So it was number four on our list, number two on Blind Man's Puff. And then number two on Dojo as well. Yeah, so it, it was 
there's a consistency right there. It's Literally. it landed in the top five and three out of the four lists. And Justin, you're smoking. This has been your favorite cigar that you've said, which is kind of interesting because you're you're new to smoking. So and and uh, like, you know, it, it landed number twenty five somewhere else, which. <laughs> I'll let uh, you know. I'll let the boss talk about it if you want, because it was. Oh, is he here? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. um, it's just a night and day for it being our number one and some, you know, aficionados yeah. twenty five. Well, let's you know? let's do this. Let's let's we, and we don't have to name each cigar, but okay. you know, we've we've all had time to kind of look over these, especially cigar aficionado. We've yeah, because we had to write about it, so we've done extensive kind of looking at it over the past few days. So let's kind of go through our thoughts on each list individually okay and then we'll compare it to kind of ours and then just kind of give our overall thoughts on the process of of cigar ranking you know of, of yearly cigar lists so obviously we'll start with cigar aficionado um and i'm gonna i'm gonna first let i'm gonna give a preamble our thoughts today are not at all a negative towards any of the cigars ranked um, in fact, every single one of these cigars, like there's, there's not a cigar on here that I would not smoke on their list mm-hmm. that I think is garbage or I think is mm-hmm. hacky. All the cigars here that they have listed are phenomenal. We have a bunch of crossover. You know, their number two was our number three. So we were in line with thinking, you know, with that. All these cigars are worthy of ranking. So I'm not taking away anything from any of the cigars on their list. That being said, I think this is one of the weaker cigar aficionado lists I've ever seen. Well, um, would I, it be I, due I do. to COVID? What? Do you think it would be due to COVID? No. 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 Um, cigar aficionado, I mean, like the out of the entire 25, the only, and I'm not just saying this because we also, well, I know, actually, that, that gives me a good, good evidence that this is not me just giving like Altidus props because we're related to Altidus. The only cigar in here where I 100% agree with the placement and I'm like, yeah, that belongs right there was the Monte Cristo 1935. Um, There's, like I said, I think all of these are deserving of a ranking. They're all the the Luciano, the Dreamer, the Cloud Hopper from from Warped, I think doesn't get enough credit. I think that's actually probably one of his best blends and no one really talks about it. Um, But I think this is, if somebody told me to guess what the cigar aficionado list would be, like sarcastically, it would look very similar to this. Yeah. Can you know what was kind of like a red flag to me too? It was like the Oliva Serie V Milanio at number seven. Like that cigar is always on the list, and they just like switch up the size. It's like, why don't you have like a little bit of variety in there? Yeah, like, or just something. It's just yeah. the same shit every year. It it, it really is, and oh, you know we're I not mean, gonna. Not I don't want to get into the whole. Oh, I put my shirt wrong. Oh no, never mind. We're good. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get into like there's there's the whole debate about uh, advertising, but I don't know if that's true because you know I, I, I guarantee Monte Cristo probably spends more advertising than with, with Padron because they're a bigger company. So I don't think advertising really plays into placement. Um, I, I honestly don't that much, and if you do, that's your opinion. But I'm not I'm not I don't think there's there's corruption going on here. Mm-hmm. I think that these are very good cigars that, like I said, earn their place um, on this list. I just think Cigar Aficionado is just, I respect their, I respect their opinion. These are all opinion-based. Yes. Everyone's list is opinion-based. Mm-hmm. But they have, a, I think, a higher responsibility to the industry, being that it is so life-changing to be named to their list, and it's so industry-changing. I mean, E.P. Carrillo was named number one cigar of the year two out of three years in a row. His factory is like they're running out of everything. Yeah. Like he cannot keep up with demand at all. The 
Adrian Quattro Nicaragua, and that was named, uh, what was it, last year or two years ago? Two years ago. 2019. If you look at uh, specifically our numbers for that brand, although the entire Quattro Nicaragua series, I feel, is like very similar. Um, That size that was ranked number one, I want to say we've done 10 times the amount of business. And And that was like selling out nonstop, too. Yeah, Yeah. it, 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 it still is. And out of our 50ths, the Adrian Quattro Nicaragua 50th is our best-selling one in terms of like money and in terms of like boxes sold. We sold like Damn, 700 boxes that's wow, that's insane. of that, all because it was ranked number, you know, first number of all, one. First it is a good cigar, ago. but yeah. that number one ranking on it. So they have, being the first one, that, and they've been doing this since 2004, they have a responsibility to this industry. Unfortunately, it's, it's the old Spider-Man thing. With great power comes great responsibility. You have a responsibility to to be more accepting of other brands. And they put you in a weird spot because they're, you know, what would they, oh, what do you think, Padron isn't the, that's not what I'm saying. But you're, you're, you, you're number one cigar of the year out of everything in the industry is a Padron 1964, yeah. which has been around, it's the same blend, it's been yeah. around for 30 years. And you're telling me that nothing else this year came close. Well, that's what is interesting. And maybe it's, a little bias on, on my part. Um, our top 25 and Blind Man's Puff, it seemed to include a lot of cigars that came out this year. Um, I want to say the top six for Blind Man's Puff all came out this year, I believe. Yeah. Like, that's that's true to a list that's dedicated to a year, you know, a one specific year. And, and, it, and it is tough because, when, you know, it's like, it's like, how do you want to look at it? Do you want to look at it like the Oscars where it's, you know, it's only new stuff? Um, same same thing with Broadway, the Tony Awards. Like, there's only this, you know. There's, yeah. there, ha, if you had a guess, you guys are are into the uh, more into this arts world than I am. If you had to guess, how many like major productions are on Broadway right now? How many would you guess? What would you say, Justin? Like maybe over two hundred. I'd say two hundred. Oh wow! Um, a lot more, a lot less. I would say yeah. Oh. Don't forget, Broadway's only like one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm more thinking yeah. off Broadway and yeah. stuff. So, so, so fifteen. Out of that, you have Phantom of the Opera. You have, you know, you know out of those 15, nine of them have been on there for, <laughs> for years. For year. So and the Tony Awards yeah. is only based upon like five new Broadway shows. You know what I mean? Like, because they don't, you, you can't win again. So I see how only doing new cigars can be limiting. However, if you look at our list and our list of years past, we, uh, what was our number one? Number one last year was the Room 101 Big Payback. Yes. Room, the number one the year before was a, basically a tie between. It was HM and 175 and the Tricky Traka. Our that, top yeah. three to four are most likely going to be brand new cigars. And I say that because I can't see a cigar all you know, like that I've been smoking regularly or that's been around for so many years all of a sudden beating everything else. Oh, all of a sudden this year. The Monte Cristo White just nailed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, some, sometimes cigars have better years, or sometimes, you know, like a lot of, like the, with the Lugione and the HVC we have on here, like we kind of, those brands have been around for a while. We had, and we even admit it, we discovered a little more about yeah. those brands, and we've been smoking through them recently, so we've kind of found those sizes. But as much as I love the HVC Pan Caliente, it's been around for a while. And like, I, I think at least your top five should be a year, two years at most. Anything older than that, uh, like, uh, something's going on. Like, it's, it's just, it's weird It just weird seems kind of lazy, too. It seems kind of lazy, and do. And you're saying no collusion. 
I don't think it's the collusion that everyone thinks. Everyone thinks that it's, it's, you basically pay for advertising space and then they give you a top 25 ranking. I don't think that that's true. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But to, for me to say that it is true takes away from how good these cigars are. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that because these cigars are all great. And I don't want to take anything away from these guys mm-hmm. winning. As much as I was pissed that Kintsugi was ranked so low on this list... The boys were really happy about it because it got ranked, and that's that's, yeah. a, that's a big deal in and of itself. So I'm not taking anything away from from the cigars on this list. I just think that there has to be a a different way to do it because because how they released it, they did what ten nine eight seven six five four three two and then one, mm-hmm. and then after the that, minute yeah, yeah. four three and two came out. Every single person that I talk to in the industry, and I'm not going to say who, they're all like, oh, it's got to be a Padron. It's got to be a Padron. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a Padron. Oh, yeah, it's got to be a Padron. Does Padron even like release new stuff or not really? Because They'll like release a, like, a new family reserve, maybe like a special edition one. But like once um, a year, like that's the way it works yeah, usually? Okay. Yeah. But there ha- a Padron has been ranked in the top five of this list every year since 2004, except for 2000, I think, 14, where it got number seven. Wow. Otherwise, it's been in the top five. More number ones than any other brand. That's insane. Yeah, and like, listen, yes, Padrones are very, very good. They're in a lot of our top fives, yeah. especially like the ones that we really gear towards higher end, and and they are very consistent. Consti- yeah. Like, yeah, if we do a top five, like celebration, anniversaries, right. they're always there. But what this list says to me about the team at Cigar Aficionado is that in the past 20 years there's been very little evolution of the industry, at least in terms of, of what they are seeing. If you're putting that cigar at number one, you're saying that, no, the, the best was made 20 years ago. It, it's like yeah. if the Academy got together this year and was like, you know what, best movie of 2022, on the Good waterfront. Fellas, yeah. <laughs> so, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Like, in terms of this year, what do you think was like the most diverse cigar that you guys smoked? What do you mean diverse? Like as in like, like the woke? wrapper, blender, and like the actual like, uh, like blend that they used. Oh, like complexity yes. or interesting? Ah, oh, that's a good question. Hmm. I liked, uh, I mean, I'm going to come back to this one a lot today. The, the Mother Church, to me, it really, because really, the, the blend is, is really interesting. It's not something that they, you know, it's the first time that they're, they're using that kind of wrapper. Um, Crown Heads is known for using a lot of broadleaf wrapper. They use it as a binder this time. Mm-hmm. In, in terms of unique blend, that's up there. And for me also, so is this, the Monte yeah. Cristo Epic Vintage 12. Coming out of uh, that factory, the, the Dominican factory. Very, very interesting. I've only smoked that once. I've had that a few times. I would probably go with that because most money, you know, when I first started smoking, my stepdad would give me Monte Cristo whites because that's just what he yes, smoked. Yeah. So I remember coming into this job, someone like, what'd you smoke? I was like, oh, Monte Cristo whites. They're like, oh, we need to develop your palate. Well, you know, that one really kind of was, was a shocker. I think we had one in a bigger size too. And that was really, really good. I would, I would have to say that one. Um, and your number five, the Jar ultimate 50th, um, yeah. just kind of, kind of just, I, yeah. I didn't know what to expect with that, honestly. And then that was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to go buy a box right That's now, AJ, you know? Dude. Yeah. That's yeah. Best. To go back really quickly. And I know I've obviously have to make a sports comparison. It's like every year saying, you know, every year Aaron Rodgers could win the MVP. LeBron could win the MVP. Like every year, statistically, they could win it. Right. You know, but then it's like more so who has the better impact on their team, let's say. That's kind of how I look at these lists. Every year, yes, a Padron could be number one. But I would think to switch things up, like I went back to what I'm saying, like Blind Man's Puff and JR, like 
there's a lot of new variety there. And it's because mm. I don't know about, I don't know much, you know, who the team of Blind Man's Puff, I'm assuming they smoke a bunch of stuff. I know for Nick and I, we, you know, and you guys, like we, we get every chance, oh, we got a new cigar in or we got this in or Nick's like, if you haven't smoked, like, like there's just that communication of, I just had this for the first time. Holy crap, you got to try it. You know, there's that. I think there's just, you're putting work in. That right? was a series for me because when I smoked that, like, I think you gave me that. I was like, oh my God, this is like unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. That was, just, that was <laughs> yeah. an eye opener for me. Like, wow. I think what it comes down to for, for the aficionado list is that if somebody came up to me and said they've been smoking cigars for two years, and I'm like, give me your 25 favorites. They became like a fanatic in two years. They smoke a lot. What are your 25 favorite cigars that you've smoked in the past two years? And they gave me this list. I'd be like, Wow, that's a great list. Awesome, like some really good brands in there. Really, For a company that is heavily involved in this industry, has two publications between Cigar Aficionado and then uh, the, their other review publication. I can't remember what it is. Uh, Cigar Insider, maybe, or something like okay. that. that. Like their job is to review as many cigars in this industry as possible. And like the access they have to new stuff, to innovative stuff, to limited edition stuff. And Cubans. Like, there's Cubans on this list, too. That bothers me, too. Like, why is there Cubans <laughs> on the list? Get them over there. I well, because... Uh, I get I, it. I, I, I know, get it. I know, but still. Um, I, was, I, I was very happy with their, their Cuban choice. We'll get to that in one second. But for somebody who's that heavily involved in the industry and all the noob stuff and you go to the trade shows and you go to TPE and you go to the events, to put this list out, I'm like... I mean, dude, just look at the top ten. And again, this is not a criticism of the... I want to emphasize that entirely. I feel like Illusione love them, but I feel like they threw that in there to give the boutique people, like, yeah. to shut them up. Padron, Monte Cristo, the St. Cristobal is an Ashton, Cuban, Fuente, Illusione, Oliva, Cuban, Rocky Patel, Fuente. It's like their, it's their biggest pillars of that publication. Yeah. And I don't, again, I don't mean in terms of advertising, but like the companies they review like the most of and they interview and they do articles on, it, it was the same people. Right. It was the same people. Now, am I happy that Illusione got in there? Yeah, I feel like Dion should be on a on a. They should have a monument to him somewhere. That guy is a, <laughs> is a mad scientist, and he's the one of the best, most brilliant people in this industry. So I'm happy he got on there. But other like, I just feel like they could have done better. I feel like this is this they there was no like oh wow they like. And also, I know that there are several big companies. I don't want to get into it because there's a lot of back end fighting. Um, I know that there's a lot of companies that they straight up don't review major ones yeah. that are on other people's that are that are on other people's list this year that Cigar Aficionado does not review at all. So how do you have the power to to ch change the industry like that and you're not even giving everyone a fair shake? Mm -hmm. So that's my problem with the list. Again, big ups to everyone who made it. The Monte Cristo number uh, 1935, I think, is more than deserving. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, if that was name number one, I'd probably have a little a little bit less problem with this list, but. Patron 1964, listen, it's a classic. I love that cigar. We've smoked it a lot. We have it in a lot of our... That cigar is 20 years old. Right. To say that that is the number one cigar of the year, don't tell me that it changed. Like, just... I'm sorry. Yeah, just... just, just. When people are predicting what brands are going to be in your list, like, in the top five every year, I think you got a problem. Would, would, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but would age have to do with it? Like the people running it? Like the, the lists? Like curating Yeah, these? I mean, I, I don't know everyone over there. They got some smart guys. Yeah, but well, yeah. We have, there's smart people here. There's smart people, I'm sure, Blind Man's Puffs. I don't think that, yeah. But it just seems like this list is I don't think politics. School, if that makes sense. It's very old school. So like the, think, the top 10 like you is could tell very old school. Age versus, 
versus old school. So that's yeah. where it's kind of like, are they catering to their customer base or are they catering to, or are they just kind of being honest of like, this is what we smoked a lot of, this is what we really liked, and here's our list. Again, I think, I think, I think the, the I don't think there's politics in terms of like who was picked. I think there's politics in terms of the placement of who wasn't picked gotcha. and who wasn't okay. reviewed for back end reasons. Gotcha. You know, like I honestly, th- I, I think crown heads has only been named to this list twice. And did they make this list this year? They no, they did right? not make this list. That's Luciano, crazy. the dreamer, which comes out of one of the factories they use made the list, but crown, like mill Diaz was a top 10 for most people last year for almost every publication. Yeah. They didn't put it, wasn't on the cigar aficionado at all. The the four kicks to uh tobacco special, the especially, yeah, the cap especially, yeah, yeah, that that lost calaveras could be up there, yeah. Like, I mean, I, and I get if you don't see, and here's the thing don't tell me you don't want to do limited editions and then you do the the, the rare pink vintage series from Arturo <laughs> Fuente, yeah, try to find that cigar. Go and right. try to find that one. It might not be labeled a limited edition, but it's a typical high end Fuente, you can't find that thing anywhere, gotcha, you know, so. And also, you know, what, what and, and you did this on your version downstairs. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you credit for that. No, I'm but sorry. <laughs> on, you know, we put all the lists together and then we highlighted the ones where there's crossover. If you look at the dojo list, the blind man's puff list, and the JR list, a lot of crossover between those three, barely any with yeah. Cigar Aficionado. Barely any crossover. Should we talk about the top brands from like all the lists? Or you wanna hold off on Let's that? Let's keep going through the through the list That's first. Good call. All right, I like yeah, that. Don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll get to the magic you made already. Yeah. There's no magic. <laughs> no, 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 that was smart. Because that, that's, it'll go to his point. Yes. Of top brands picked, and it'll go to his crown heads point. So So let's go to Blind Man's Puff. Now, I, I'm going to sound, that was, it was my favorite list. <laughs> well, dude, like hats off to you to have the crown heads there. I mean, that's really freaking cool. Well, two, that, that's two, cigars. Yeah, two cigars. Yeah, literally. Two cigars. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I don't want people to think like only because they, they ranked two th- of our cigars. I don't want them to think that like that's why. Do you but, think that we should have, now that crown heads landed at number four, do you regret putting it at 12 at our list or no? No, because I, I tried to keep it, like I said. Yeah, I, you're being bought. Uh, I, I, I was uh, trying to be being, as unbiased as yeah. possible. And I'm like, but, but, uh, to, but to be true as a cigar smoker, I had to put that cigar in our list. Yeah. But I couldn't, in good conscience, put it at like a number one or two because it's made just for us. And could have been number know. nine. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else did they have here? I just, I just want to see the the. You know what I thought was interesting? Like, uh, Blind Man Puffs and Cigar Dojo had Jeremy Piven's cigar in there. Have, yeah. that, have you guys tried that? I have no. not. I really want now, to. Now, now. Usually, <laughs> now, usually I'm you're, I'm very Especially hesitant. Like, like with an actor like that, yeah. But he went to the right guy. Yeah. Um. Dion in no way in hell is going to make a crap cigar and put his name. That, when I saw that that project was coming out, I'm like, that's probably going to be baller. And then Guy Fieri just went to, oh, Espinosa. Yeah. yeah. He went to Espinosa, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that's a good point that Nick makes, that he went to, the, he picked the right person to, to collaborate with. Gotcha. Because you know, he's a big cigar smoker, so when you think, oh, I want to, like, you know, if I'm trying to make the best meal or best food, who are you going to go to? Right. Guy you Fieri. Guy Fieri. Of course. Gordon Ramsay. Flavortown. Nick, that, Nick Labretti. Um, I, heard that, I heard the restaurant in the city was terrible. But I like Guy Fieri. I was on a Zoom yeah. call with Guy Fieri. Were you really? Yeah. It was the, um, they did the uh, La Zona Palooza for uh, Eric Espinosa. They did a, it was like a virtual one last year. And we were like one of the sponsors. And so I was on this call, like a bunch of other people. It was like a live virtual event. And then they had me speak for like two minutes. But I went up after Guy Fieri and I was just like, 
How cool is <laughs> Now it's it me. Is. He's yeah. just the coolest guy. He seems like a total blind. Yeah. I, I was on that. I texted like 10 people I know. I'm like, I'm currently on a Zoom call with Guy Fee. Like, I didn't talk to him <laughs> at all. He has no idea who I am. Um, but I'm, like, I'm on a Zoom call with Guy. It was like the, one of the highlights yeah. of my In the of presence of greatness, man. Now, what else? I'm going to say, I'm going to give the negatives of what I feel about the blind man's puff list first. And all then, right. you know, you guys are, are free to chime in. They kind of go almost the now the, like the opposite direction of um, they do like cigar the, aficionado the deep cuts kind yeah, of there was <laughs> there with the exception of the CAO and the Drew Estate there was no like massive big companies on here at all which like okay like they're they, doing you know, that on purpose I'm assuming right? they they might and but that's the other thing is are they too far to the other side. Whereas, you know, people are saying Cigar Aficionado isn't in touch enough with the modern day industry. Are these guys just in touch with modern day industry and kind of leaving everything else on the back burner? Because one of these Monte Cristos should have been in everybody's list. Yeah. Like, like definitely at least one of them should have. Um, but again, I don't want to criticize them too much. Because the middle Diaz could have been a little bit higher. Um, and I know the Tatuaje T110 is there are two different sizes are on here. I, I feel some. I don't know. That's a little. Um, are they are they different sizes or were they the different wrappers? They might have been different wrappers. The Capra right, Special and then the Reserva. Yeah. The T one ten. One of them was a Sumatra, okay. and then one All of them right. was a Broadleaf. All right. mm. Those are really those are really strong. Yeah, those really yeah, those good. are good. Um, but the new Mil Diaz size, I was able to when I went down to Nashville in August. Um, John gave Greg and I a few, and I was like, oh, this is even better. You know, it's a little yeah. bit bigger. So I think that could have been top fifteen. You know, but yeah, I don't know. When I was looking at that list, I. I felt like a real, real noob. I had no idea, like, some of these. I was like, uh, maybe I should go out and try some. But yeah. they don't even go on my radar, you for, know? Like, from my perspective, as, like, am I really a noob? Because I've been smoking for years, but I never heard of, like, half of these brands. I'm like, I'm like yeah, I'm a cigar enthusiast, so, but I'm not, um, like, a... Well, a lot of it, I mean, we sell most of these. The only ones we don't are the Rojas Street Tacos. We have some protocol. Okay. Um, the All, All Saints. The Piven, I don't know, we might be getting that. It's an Illusione, which we carry. Um, the German engineer one we don't have, and the Sago. So only like four do we not carry on that list. We have all the rest of them. We'll have to get them. Yeah, you should. Yeah, um, <laughs> we gotta get Jeremy Piven up here. I want to say in terms, uh, you know, I'll get to that. Oh, never mind. I, I had a point, but I'll, I'll get to it later. Um, no, because it's, it's a good point, but I want yeah. I want to stick to just this list. Um, here's where I give credit to Blind Man's Puff, and I'll give a little bit of credit to Cigar Aficionado, even though they do it in like a more boring way. Is I appreciate a top 25 list, and Half Wheel does this a lot. I've always given Half Wheel credit for it. Of It doesn't have to be, oh, well, you know, we really love these two cigars from this company, but we can only put one on the list. The, these were the 25, like, there's, what do they have, four from Crown Heads? At mm -hmm. least three. They have the Mother Church at number four. Yep. Um, the uh, La Petitia, yep. which is their, uh, it was their, their trade show only release. They have the Mill Diaz. And then they have the Mill Diaz. So they have three from crown heads like they're not afraid like like listen these are the cigars we we really like Fiat lux is is that's, that affiliation with crown heads or so not? that's luciano that's the same factor well, well okay. that's the point i'm going right. to get to in a little bit um but so they had three crown heads they have agonorsa or things made at agonorsa uh one two three four five So five, five cigars on that list are from Aganorsa's factory. Um, they had the two different Tatsawahes. 
they're they're not afraid to like you know they have they have two from Dumbarton. They're like these are the regardless of how many of a certain manufacturer or a certain um or a certain company. These are the cigars that they like. What's the? I never heard the German engineered cigars. Yeah, that's some company. I read about them on Half Wheel. I don't know too much about them to be okay. honest. I got to look into them. Yeah, like I, like I've that was a head scratcher for me. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's, it's hard for me to smoke a ton of stuff that like we don't sell because it's like just in, in oh, terms yeah. of the time. Of course. But, um, so overall, I think Blind Man's Puff did a, did a, a really good list. Um, we had a lot of crossover with them. Yes. And I really got to thank them for for ranking two of our fiftieths, but especially the Mother Church. Because I'm, the top yeah, five. I'm, I'm glad yeah. it got the the ranking that it should have gotten, and we and the exposure yeah, too. And the exposure, yeah. They, and they, that got like, a, I got a 92. Yeah, that's, that's you know what crazy. I mean. That's, really good. That's absolutely. I mean, it, it beat the new Sin Compromiso. Yeah, that says the, yeah, that says something. Um, Papasaka. So now let's move on to the last list here, which is uh, Cigar Dojo. <laughs> Interesting list, I'm going to say. Um, I think this was more of I haven't smoked a lot of what they ranked um, or I haven't smoked a ton of each one. Like I've, maybe I've smoked it once or twice. Um, but I think it was solid. Um, one and three are from, you know, the new, the, the Ferio Tiego, Michael, okay. Michael Herquatz's new company, the Elegancia and the General uh, General. Which Oso. I've heard is just getting a lot of like hype and praise. Like I, I want to dive into those and see. He finally got like, entire control over a cigar bag. okay yeah i really want to try those because i know we have a box or two in there that we're gonna have to do reviews of but yeah, yeah it it made you know the number nine on blind man's puff and then ended up going number three on, oh, look, on dojo so dojo I, had it at one and three the elegant one yeah one and three one yeah. and three yeah that's nuts. so that's yeah so dojo's list was you know overall solid the cle signature is a, a great cigar um, they had the Avo in there. I will say that Dojo really likes Avo. They rate and review a lot okay. of Avos, and they review them very high a lot of the time. But you see, like, one. So these are, you have, you have four big lists here. Three of them have the Drew Estate Under Crown 10 in the top four. Two of the Blind Man's Puff and Cigar Dojo have them at their number two. We have it at our, at our number four. Not even on Aficionado's oh, list. Oh, yeah. Like, not, not even on there. Is there even a... Well, there's Herrera, Sili, and Hoya. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. And the still, Herrera, again, the Herrera, Sili, that's a great cigar. Yeah. That's been around for seven, eight years. You're going to tell <laughs> me that, that that cigar has more of an impact than the Undercrown 10 this year? Like, it's... Uh, Did I, you anticipate I, the Undercrown 10 being as good as it was? Like, when we... When, when you, I first saw the packaging, yeah. Because okay. I, I, like, I like the entire Undercrown line. <laughs> Um, but when you look at like the shade grown and the sun grown, it's the same packaging, just a different color. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're they're keeping it all within the same realm of Undercrown. But when I saw the packaging on this, I'm like, oh, they're they're going up for this. They're mm -hmm. they're taking it to the, the next level. Um, and that cigar was was just simply outstanding. Um, but like that's the thing is, three out of four major publications had it in their top four. You don't even rank it. It's one thing if one or maybe two, but three major. Publications and it's also it's not some wacky, small time limited. It's from a big company that you rated other cigars of theirs on this list. Yeah. It just makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to Do me. Do you get excited when you like look at our lists and then these other lists come out and you're like the Monte Cristo? Like there has to be some sort of like I was kind of stoked. Like oh we got in our top three. Like it was in top two of aficionado. Like it kind of makes it feel like because I I don't want to speak for Nick. I'm always like. 
do I really know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, like you're always kind of wondering, like, you know, are our lists right? So when you see like the Undercrown, like we were one of out of the out of the four list, we're one of three that got it in our top well, three. I mean, that makes me feel like okay, like we we really know what we're doing here. Yeah, like we know what we're talking I'm about. Yeah, like our list is legit, Chris, but never think like that because okay. it, these the our list has nothing to do with being right or wrong. It is what we Feel. liked yeah. this year. Yeah. And we make that very clear when mm-hmm. we do this list. This is not some official JR, yeah. you know, uh, you know, these are the most sold or whatever. This is what it's called Nick and Chris's yep. list, formerly Nick and Greg's list. Like that's we've always called it that. It's the cigars we liked and we smoked a lot of. So that it's it's not it can't be wrong. Like I said, I don't think cigar aficionado list is wrong, but I, I do get a feeling of gratification from yes. something that like I really liked and ranked highly to see the rest of the industry kind of agree. It, it, it's nice knowing that you agree. Yeah. Like okay, like yeah. you know we all ha- we all thought the same way. You that was know? like literally like, like one of the sorry go ahead. No no go. Oh. That was like one of the first things I noticed. Like you look at the JR cigars list compared to everything else, and it's like very it's like well diverse. You know you have like your mainstream bands, your boutiques, mm-hmm. and it's just like a good mix of everything. So that's what's like really great about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought our list was 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 tops this year. I re- I, re- I think this is one of the stronger lists we've ever put out. I really do. Um, quickly to go over the Dojo's um, limited edition list, which I thought was cool. Um, they had the Tatawahe Capa Special, the Davidoff Year of the Tiger, HVC, which I want to yeah. start. We, I gotta I gotta call that. I'm gonna call them and start. I want to get more of their cigars on, yeah. on the website. Come on up here, do an interview because yeah, the like Pink Caliente was. They're phenomenal. They're absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that the Inspirado was considered limited edition. Yeah. That kind of took me by surprise too. So yeah. it's a good smoke, though. It is. You ever had it? It is. But the green, I, I don't yeah. think I've had the green. I had the like Robusto. Yeah, pretty oh, okay. that's the one that they used Brazilian. I think they used like yeah. yeah. That's why they went green. I'm yep. pretty sure that was the story that came out there. last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or 2020, tail end of 2020, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what? 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 Oh, you want to go over the brand? Let's let's do these exceptional. You want to do the top brands? Let's do these ex- exceptional awards really oh, quick yeah. first, which I think is interesting. Yeah. So they had under the radar is St. Francis, value price is the Factory Unleashed, uh, luxury cigar, gold, the Golden Blend, Person of the Year, Terrence Riley. You probably big, big yeah. Shout out to Terrence. <laughs> yeah. Love Terrence. <laughs> you such, agree. 100%. Such a great dude. Such a great dude. Um, and then brand, you know. Uh, Fede Otega, which, which when you land top three, two in the top three, yeah, yeah has he's to made a sense. significant. And it, dude, at once when when Nat Sherman folded, I'm like, I don't know if he's going to start his own thing, but like right now, Michael Hercott is like number one draft pick for any cigar company because yeah. he is he's a retail genius, he's a manufacturing genius. The dude just knows this industry. He's he's seasoned. He's got style, and he's one of the nicest guys ever. He is so nice. Did you think he was going to go like to a specific company? I thought maybe he would have gone to Davidoff. I, c- I could have seen him at some executive role, maybe like Drew Estate-ish. Yeah. I told our people, I'm like, you should, as Get soon as I saw now. the article, yeah. I'm like, you should call Michael Hercots and see. Like, but, but him and Raphael have, like, it would, like, he, he would thrive in a Raphael Nadal role, and Raphael's crushing it right yeah, now. Yeah. But uh, he, he should, like, I could have seen him, if he went to a bigger brand, being like a Raphael Nadal Somewhere else, maybe you know, general would actually be a really cool fit. Yeah, I think he can. I think he could do a lot of good there. Um, but he's got his own brand now, and they're doing insanely well. It's really cool. So, Derek, take us through your brands here. Cool. Yeah. So, what I did was I 
brought everything together in Excel file and just made it um, try to find like the top brands and top cigars for each of these lists. So if we're looking at the top, you know, five brands, um, Aganorsa, Crown Heads, and Tatuaje, they all had five different mentions in these lists. So they're just like dominating these, you know, three different lists here. Yeah. So what I find interesting about this, and thank you for putting it together, is that um, not just the brands, but also the the factories here. So when you look at the factories, thank you, Justin. Well, I mean, they're all basically, they're all like... Um, so Aganor So if you're looking at Aganorsa as their factory, they have five for their own stuff, mm -hmm. four for Illusione, because they make the Illusione, so now you're at nine, uh, and the two HVCs. So 11 of the cigars that have been ranked along these top 23, these four top 25 lists, um, ele or ele some of them are the same cigar multiple times, mm -hmm. but 11 of them are coming out of Aganorsa's factory. You have... The ones from Crown Heads, I believe, I think all of them are made at Tobacco Letter Picardo, plus the Ace Prime, which was Blind Man's Puff's number one, is made, at, is made at Tobacco Letter Picardo. The Luciano the Dreamer is made at Tobacco Letter Picardo, or Pichardo. So you have six or seven from that factory getting ranked high. You know, so also looking at the, you know, Tatawahe had five, and then I think my father had one, so that's six coming out of that factory. Uh, uh, and the, the number three from Aficionado, the San Cristobal comes out of my father. So you have seven. So to see the factories that are producing at a very high level, I yeah. think is also very interesting. That's crazy. Um, Ramona Iones, uh, it's only, you put three here. It's only two because the other one was a Cuban Ramona Iones. Uh, so different, different, okay. my bad. Different brand. Um, quickly, as you brought up that you were mad about the Cubans. Yes. Not the, not the people, the cigar. <laughs> the cigars, yeah. Uh, I don't like Cubans. It's like Seinfeld. No, the Cubans are over there. The cigars are the people. <laughs> we're we're going to try to, we, we're going to, I want to schedule another Miami trip this year. Cuban sandwiches down in Miami. Oh, yes. Jesus. Oh, I love Cuban sandwiches. And, and, Get ready to go to Miami, Justin. And Raphael was just, Will he, Smith. Was, he was shoving sandwiches down our face. He said, eat the sandwich. <laughs> um, so on the other end of it. On the um, Cubans, the number, the oh, number sorry, four God. cigar of the year, the Partagas Series D number four. That is the cigar that for over a decade when somebody says, hey, what's a good Cuban cigar? That's the one I say. That exact size, that exact cigar. That is, in my mind, a true aficionado's Cuban. Not, you know, like you know, if you're going to get into limited editions and these regional releases that they do, oh, it's only available in Spain. It gets insane. But in terms of the Cuban cigars that they make and if you, that you can get readily in other countries... Partagas Series D number four is the one that I say, like, that's the one. And it's not super expensive, really. I mean, probably $12 a cigar. It's pretty good for a Cuban. Yeah. I have one downstairs. Like, they're amazing. So, uh, rightfully, and also, of course, you know there's going to be a Cohiba on there because it's a cigar aficionado list. And, mm -hmm. you know, so. Well, that kind of goes into my next point. So, there was, like, three brands that really stood out to me that, like, on the opposite end, like, really weren't mentioned that often. Cohiba got mentioned once. Uh, my father got mentioned once. And then also Padron was only mentioned twice in all of these lists. Well, when you look at it, I mean, you're, and, and I think all of them were from Aficionado's list. Yes. Yeah. So when you look at it, um, my father, they'll, they'll always be a top manufacturer. I mean, his, his Dump Pepin's work with tobacco is just unreal. But when you compare my father to Tatawahe, you know, Pete Johnson, who uses that factory, but he does a lot of the blending himself, he does, he pumps out a lot of new stuff, limited edition stuff. 
my father has been not great with their name brand releases. I'll, I'll admit, between the judge and, and that's the judge, like there's there's their their past three major releases kind of all blend together for me, and I'm like, okay, right. And so I think that there's nothing and and, and Padron, the last you know like they have the Padron series, the 1926, the 1964, then they have like their Family Reserve, which is like their special stuff. In terms of like a new core that's that's actually my problem with um a lot of these brands that they focus on and why i give brands like altidus general and rocky patel credit is that they pump out new stuff every oh, year oliva they'll you know they make great cigars the oliva v and the v milanio are some of the highest ranked cigars ever i'm trying to remember the last time there was a new core line oliva Forget about a new core line Fuente. That's years it's been. Mm-hmm. Years it's been. Padron, a new core line Padron, years. So that's another reason where I'm like, you're kind of rewarding them for being stagnant, you know, and not developing, not pushing the out. Now, maybe but, these companies just want to focus on the quality and supporting their customer base already, which I would understand and I'd give you props for. But in an industry like this where it's ever-changing, and new techniques and new innovations are coming out all the time to remain just stagnant and like we're just going to do what we know and not even attempt anything new just doesn't seem like but i also feel like there's a place for them in the industry as well because they're able to remain like that consistent and that good for all those years especially with yeah. like you know like they're you know farming and doing everything with their crops like that's gonna be super difficult to help like maintain that type of quality so it's, it's kind of like the coca-cola and pepsi type of thing like it's the same thing over and over but it's yeah. a classic for a reason yeah. you know no no I, and I, I i totally understand that uh, i just feel like these and i'm not talking about how these companies are run in general I'm talking about specifically how these lists work. It should be more, they should be more of a guide to where the industry is and is going more than like a look into, yeah, these are really good. Yeah, I'm sure they are, you know, Budweiser is still one of the best selling beers. They don't need to do anything to Budweiser, but if somebody released a top 10 beers of the year and Budweiser Tallboy was number two, I'd be like, do you yep, not too. drink beer? Like, come <laughs> yeah. on, you gotta put, yeah. put something new in there. Unless they're making new things like Bud Light Seltzer. So like, they are like going, thinking outside the box a little. I just they're saw a commercial going for, with the trend, yeah. for Budweiser Hard Soda, which I don't know what that means. I don't know how I feel about that. What does that even mean? What's well, a hard it's, soda? It's like a Coca-Cola, but Is it? hard, yeah. I oh. That's what I think. You should like try a spiked Coca-Cola? I'm not going to try it. I don't mind. No. Just Bud Light for me, baby. Coca-Cola? When Super Bowl comes, it's just Bud Lights for all day. I can't wait. All day? All day. You can't do anything heavy, or you don't want because you want to go? You're going no, for the long run. Yeah, I'm going for the long run. run. Yeah, I'm going for the marathon. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a sprint, babe. <laughs> I want to see you do like eight Bud Lights and then just throw in one hard soda and see, oh, see if you can make it to halftime. Wouldn't be good. <laughs> are you doing like a big Super Bowl to do? No, no. The Cowboys are yeah, they're done. So I'm now. moving that weekend, unfortunately. Are you really? Yeah, but like I'll be, I should be moving by like Saturday, like all day Saturday. And so. You got to move that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not getting cable. So I'm going to go back to my my now roommate's place to watch the game Sunday night because I'm not, I'm not spending $30 a year where I could, I could watch a lot of sports on ESPN and I have ESPN plus. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a, spending $30 yeah. a month on cable when I never watch cable. Fun filled weekend for myself. Um, my dad got me tickets to go see uh, Steve Sharippa and Michael Imperioli talk about like Sopranos oh, oh, sick. Awesome. on the Saturday. And then Sunday is, is Super Bowl, And then we've, we, we were trying to do our top five lists. 
Super Bowl and Valentine's Day is back to back this yeah, sorry, year. I didn't yes, know. I was yeah. like, uh, but um, but no, Super Bowl should be fun. So now you gotta get your wife a Super Bowl gift and a Valentine's know, yeah, Day well, gift. You know. Here, here, here's <laughs> a giant sucking. <laughs> yeah. She was so happy when the she's a bigger football fan than I am, really, obviously, and she's so happy. She's like the the Cowboys and Eagles lost this week. And I was like, yeah, but the Giants have. Technically been home since like October. I mean, they're they're dead. Yeah, they're, they're not <laughs> yeah. good at all. I, I I had a big fight with my mom this weekend because my, my mom is like a diehard Giants fan, but she's like insane. But for some reason, she just really hates Tom Brady. Which like, listen, I, I didn't like him when he was on the Patriots, being a New York fan. But she was she wanted the Eagles to win over him this weekend because she hates Tom Brady, and I'm like, no, Ew. you you have to hate an organization more than you hate a person. Yeah, I mean, Eagles is like the bottom of the barrel for me. I can't. Yeah. can't. I and think it's everyone. Yeah, you're, you're, everyone. You're, and I'm, I'm think, like here. And then I think everyone in the NFC East <laughs> hates the Eagles. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I want to say. I think the Cowboys are more hated. I think Philadelphia sports teams are of more God. hated. Yeah. But I think in the NFL specifically, I think more people hate Cowboys. Fans. I can't tell you how many texts I got on Sunday night, like getting ripped apart by Giants fans. We them boys. Thinks, yeah. It's just, it's not good now. <laughs> See that's why I'm a I'm a quiet Yankees fan because I like we're 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 in a in a drought but I know our time is going to come again, um, and you just got to take the good with the bad. I love how a Yankees drought is not making it to the World Series. Like I just want a team that's like that good that I root for is like a drought is not making it to the World Series. Oh, we're very privileged as Yankees fans. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's been a drought this year. We only won 100 games. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> See what pisses me off the past two years is that they have World Series caliber teams and they're just not. Fucking getting it done. Yeah. Anyway, that's Jerks. all other podcasts. <laughs> Jerks. Um, so the top cigars here, I've, uh, which is cool. So this is all the ones that got rated multiple times. So the number, I guess, if this was our consensus, which I'm not trying to steal from Half Wheel, they they're the authorities on a consensus. But from just the list we looked at, Drew would say Undercrown Ten, clear clear winner with with three. Um, like I said, Ramon Yones was two different. It was a Cuban one and then the uh, the AJ one. Um, Aging Room Rare Collection. Another fantastic one that came out yes. this year. The Illusione Jeremy Piven. Um, the Ferio Tego. Two. Kintsugi, two. 1935, two. Monte Cristo Epic Vintage. Aganorse. So... Sorry. Yeah, go on. With, um, the, the one thing that really stood out to me, too, like with your guys' list and I think everyone else's, like with the Kintsugi, the Corona Gorda, I feel like that was like the That's right the choice. The because... I had the uh, Toro and like oh, it's like really good. Don't get me wrong, but the I mean the uh, Corona Gorda like that was just perfect, man. Yeah. Like perfect flavor, nice. It was just like super smooth, great flavor. It was That's just the size for me. we have here. Yeah, like I said, Justin hasn't been able to get like enough of it. I, I've smoked. I was like, this it is. It's the perfect, perfect size. dude. It's so good. That's what makes it a little weirder. It's like it's the same same size. We're number one. Aficionado was twenty five. It's like. What got lost? You know, what know. got lost yeah. in the shuffle? Well, see, I that's, guess. That, well, going, going back to the like to the the brands into the factories. Five, nine, 11, 12. so like thirteen out of all these, like I said, come out of Agonorsis factories. Only one of those is on the aficionado list, and it's the Illusione. They have nothing else on here that's made at Agonorsa. Out of twenty-five cigars, they have one out of a factory that we have a few. We have one, two. Three, four. We have at least four that come out of Agonorsa on our list. Uh, Blind Man's Puff has one, uh, two, three, four, five. Dojo has one, three. They have two out of. Two? They, okay. they only have ten. They have two. So they only have one out of from Agonorsa. Right. That's that's highway robbery. 
So the lists at it that have the 25 hour list, aficionado and blind man's puff at at the lower part, let's say 25 through 15, which one would you guys looking back would rank higher? On the on aficionado's list? Yeah, or, or blind man's puff, yeah. You look at like 25 through 15, which would you pump up bump up maybe in the top Top twelve or top ten? I mean, tw- they're, they're aficionados number twenty five. The Alec and Bradley. Yeah, guy, I think. it's gotta yeah. be the German. It's <laughs> yeah. gotta be the German engineered. I mean, that was yeah. just so good. <laughs> like everything engineered in Germany, like those BMWs. Oh yes. yes. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm I'm very happy that the boys got a top twenty five ranking. It's a big honor, especially for two. I don't want to call them up and comers because they're they're kind of already seasoned vets at this point. But it's a big honor to even get on the list. However. Because I'm spiteful and I'm I'm an angry, triggered young man. This is true. I would be almost more mad. Like I would rather you guys didn't smoke it than like rank it so much. Like that cigar is so good. Now, would you have again, been pissed if it wasn't, it wasn't even on the it list? It wasn't on anybody else's list. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't on Blind Man's Puffer Dojo. But give me a second. Cause I don't want to look. I wouldn't be surprised if this was on Blind Man's Puffer Dojo last year when it came out. So talk amongst yourselves for a second. I think the one on your guys' list, the CAO Zocola, is that Zocalo. Zocalo? Zocalo? Yeah. Oh my god, that one was like really good too. That yeah, really actually caught me by that surprise. Been up there. Yeah, man, that really caught me by surprise too. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll say it again. I think the um, the Tatuai T110 and uh, maybe the Mil Dias for Blind Man's Puff could have been up there. So but Kintsugi, that, sorry to interrupt. No, Kintsugi no. was number ten on Dojo last, last year. year. Okay. Mm, All right. Okay. Now go back and we get the blind. Oh no. I, but yeah, I would. I would do that. And I, what I really like about the Dojo's list because this is my first year, like really looking at that list, the limited edition top fives. Um, they did. I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, and I'm. I'm now. I'm intrigued to taste the the piv. We <laughs> gotta get the Piven's, piv. Piven's collection yeah, I because I because it made. It made top 10 in Cigar Dojo and top 15, or top 20. You know, I was in the top 25 of Blind Man's Puff, but it ended up being number 17 on Blind Man's Puff. You know, that, when I heard that, I was more excited as a fan. Like, oh, yeah, are we going from Entourage exactly. is making a cigar? But, you know, if it made lists, I'm like, wow. So it, it, it had to be good. You know, it had to be worthy of making a list. And, you know, when Half Wheel comes out, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if we revisit it briefly, you know, in, in another episode of what Half Wheel's list was. Because I would really like to see what, you know, I would just like to see what they what they come up with. I think this is, like, a really good exercise because you can see, like, everything across the board. And, like, it gives you a good idea of, like, what are the actual top cigars and what everyone's yeah. talking about. But is there any list that you guys, like, pay attention to specifically that, like, really stand out to you the most? Like, I, in, so like when, in when terms I, of like, in, like the actual selection they provide, one? and yeah. When I first started, like I think Nick and Greg was like, "You have," and I did the same thing to Justin this year. I sent him the link to like Cigar Aficionado. I was like, you know, if you really want to know, like that was that's what I was taught. Yeah. You know, doing this again, you know, and I'm not trying to, I'm not being controversial, being mean, but like, I just respect Blind Man's Puff List a lot more because of just the diversity on there. Mm-hmm. And I did get to smoke, you know, the Fiat Lux and the Le Patissier. Le Patissier. Le Patissier. You know, I got to have the Tatuaje T110. Like, I got to have the, you know, have those. And, not, you know, I'm smoking the the um, the Agonorsa Leaf Rare Leaf. Like, I really like it. So I think I, I'm more, I'm able to, uh, I guess, identify with this list more because I, I, I had a lot more of it. So I was like, oh, I understand why these cigars are on this list, you know? Yeah. Never had a Casa Cuba, you know, Doble or anything like that. So I, I I think more so I'm like, oh, if I try them, then maybe I'll understand the list more. But 
I think Blind Man's Puff List for me is like, okay, I, I, I definitely will, you know, pay attention to that more. You know, I'm obviously always going to pay attention to Aficionados List because oh, it's Aficionado. Yeah. But, you know, the Blind Man's Puff, I was, I was going through there. I was like, I was feeling excited. Like, oh, shit. Like, we're, you know, we have the same stuff on our list. Like, this is awesome. So it, it wasn't on any of the Blind Man's Puff. But it was, it was number four on Dojo last year when it came out, the Kintsugi. The Kintsugi, okay. Yeah. It was number four? Number four. Wow. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, but, I mean, I, listen, I, I give Aficionado credit for putting it on there at all. They have the ability to rank different things. Because I remember when the Wise Man Maduro came out, that got number three. And I, I remember writing a, uh, an opinion piece about that, saying, like, oh, I think Aficionado's finally turning it around. They're finally getting in touch a little bit because that was a big deal for a company. And this is this was like two years ago for a company that size to get number three was a big, big deal. I feel like this year was a step backwards. Mm-hmm. And I had another rant. I don't know if it was on. Uh, it might have been as far back as I did something with Anthony. It was it was it was, it was with Greg um, when like the one, two, three of a couple years ago was like. Uh, an Oliva, a Padron, and a Fuente. It was like, like that yeah. was, it was one, two, three. Like, uh, like Oliva, Padron, Fuente. And I'm like, there, there's an obvious profile bias. That, that's, that's what I think we can come down, mm. what we can get out of this, is there's an obvious profile bias with them that it's really, you know, uh, listen, Rocky gets up there a lot, you know, and, and Altidus recently... Um, has been producing like a lot higher quality, more innovative stuff. So Altus has been making great strides there, um, a lot, you know, aging room included in that. But they just have a thing. Like again, and I'm not trying to be mean to the, the Fuente company. I've been a Fuente fan since I started in this industry. You have done nothing of like significance. <laughs> like they used to come out with a significant thing every year. It was like some big thing, and there was a big event. In terms of like a new core line that like gets your name out there, you haven't done anything like that in years, years, years. You know, I haven't tried this the the rare pink vintage. It has a cool story. It, it, a portion of it goes to breast cancer awareness, mm-hmm. so I, I like that. But I don't. This is one of those stores you probably can't even buy a box of. You can maybe find it at a store and buy one or two of them. Right. You know what I mean? And they're there every year. You know, and two in the top ten this year. Two in the top ten. It 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 makes me angry. It doesn't again. It doesn't make me angry against the companies that were ranked, but it makes me angry for the cigars that are worthy of this list. The cigars that could greatly benefit from the notoriety and the income that would be generated <laughs> from appearing on this list, and that don't even stand a chance. Mm-hmm. That that honestly don't stand a chance. I don't think if if it's kept current how they're doing it. I don't think we will ever see a Dunbarton, a Foundation, an Agonorsa, any one of these get number one. Even like Crown Heads too, like those definitely no. definitely not Crown Heads, just because of how they view them. That's crazy. All the number ones have either been Padrone, Fuente, a Cuban. Um, they had one Alec Bradley years ago, the Prensado. Yep. They had one La Florida Minicana, the Andalusian Bowl, which. Was a limited. Like, can't find that cigar. Mm-hmm. Totally gone out of the out of the zeitgeist now. Where's Tat? Where do you think Tatuaje stands in that? Like, they. I think they gave him enough ink. Okay. Like, to, I, I guess, but I, you know, 
Um, it beats hard to keep track on because he has so many different yeah. you know, lines. But you'll and, never see and, him number and one. And one hit, one hitters that he'll yeah. kind of just release. But you'll never see them number one. Mm-mm. No. No. Especially, especially if, if what we've seen recently, where it's been Ernesto aging room, Ernesto Padrone. You know, before that, I think it was Oliva on my fu- like. I, I just, I just don't think that I, I, I don't know. And and listen, they could say all the live long day that no, we just do blind reviews of everything, and that's how we decide. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> like, there's no way that that think of it this way. The Padron 1964, how many times they've reviewed this cigar? There's no way that you're doing a blind tasting. Everything is just a white band on it, and you see a Padron 1964 box press, and you have no idea what it is. <laughs> yeah. How, you know, many, you know time, it is. how yeah. many times you've ranked that cigar, and you have no idea what, oh, it's totally blind. Get out of here. If you put five Churchills in front of me right now, I could totally pick out the Mother Church because I've smoked it so many times this year. This year, <laughs> I could pick that thing out of a lineup. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me that it's all blind and you don't know. You know, give other companies a chance. I, I'm giving them credit for the Monte Cristo one because I feel like that's a really high ranking for Monte Cristo from them. Um, usually, like, you know, there was, there was a lot of times where Altidus, I remember when the Romeo by Romeo got number three um, on the list in 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, wow, because they just did never ranked Altidus stuff high. It just, you know. Especially and, Romeo too, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's and like, listen, at the time, you know, Altidus wasn't doing great. And I, I, I've been very vocal of my feelings towards Altidus back then. Now, I, they might be one of my leaders in, because they have the ability to release a lot of new brands under a lot of, of their different brand you know, families between Aging Room, Romeo Mani, Upman, Trinidad, yeah. Henry Clay. 20, 2019 when I started was the year where like Nick was like really like yeah, Henry Clay Warhawk, the 175th, the Espiritu, mm-hmm. you know, um, oh, it, it just it seemed like that day. Yeah. Me coming in, I'm like, oh, this seems like it's – a normal and they're like no you know the Hispaniola from HM and like they were they've really been now and now that they're number two on a really prominent list like Nick said this last week it's gonna be tough to get these now because now that they're number two you know that's that's the impact of that list you know it's just it it also feels like I don't want it they're taking the easy way out which is giving credit where credit is due like I said to Monte Cristo or, or you know like which which I think again is deserving but it's still like under the flag of a brand we know that you guys like yeah. a, of a, I'm sorry of a, of a style that we know you guys prefer you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. it's it's a safe it's it's a right it's a choice safe, but it's a, it's safe, a safe choice, right choice. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean that's a perfect description like it seems like yeah the aficionado list is just safe yeah it's All just around. safe it's just always safe no controversy no you know it's just a very, yeah. very safe and I, choice. And I'm going to say this one more time. I don't... All of these cigars are are deserving of a placement on somebody's list. I, I just think that... It's old. It's, it's an old... You know, it's an old... It, 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 take out anything that's, like, totally brand new, which is the Monte Cristo, the, the number 10, the Fuente... Luciano was Luciano was out over a year ago. Oh, yeah, take take, okay, take right. that one out too. Take out the, <laughs> the Cloud Hopper. Uh, take out the Kintsugi at the end. Would you and, take and out Quattro Nicaragua? No, that's three years that's old. That's three almost. years. That's yeah. even more. That's four years old. Okay. So out of all their cigars, one, two, three, four, five, six, 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 out of 25 are older than two, like three years old. That's wild. 17 are older than three years old. (laughs) One, on. I mean, the Herrera is like six years old. Like that was, that was Willie Herrera's first cigar. Oh, that really? he did okay. With the heritage, the Puro Soul, Ashton Heritage Puro Soul, is like ten years old. The, I, I was smoking Airbender chisels when I was in the store. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, you know so what I mean? bad, dude. I oh am because, like, if if they didn't wield the amount of power they did, I'd be like, all right, solid list. That's your opinion. Respect it, but. I can kind of, I can see where he's coming from because for an industry that seems to be forever changing, there are they're not they're, they're, they're stagnant. Not, they're very much like the '90s was the best era ever. You know, <laughs> like yeah. they're like that. They're they're that person. Like you know that. Like I said, there's not much. So when did were you guys like really high on the H Upman 175th? That was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Now was that did that make the Ascari fishing out of list or no? Okay, yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure it did. I think it came in. I think it was like number ten. Okay. And the Quattro Nicaragua was number one, I think. Gotcha. That was a year. I think that was the same year. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if like, this is a trend that you guys like, constantly see where like our list compared to everyone, and everyone else's is like very different from Cigar Aficionado. Yeah, well, yeah, they're they're very. This very is different. the first year I'm I'm heavily investing, you know. And I remember when I first started here, I was sitting near the buyers, and they were like, "What do you think is going to be number one?" Like they were really mm-hmm. like thinking about it. You know, I didn't I didn't necessarily know much of like what to look for and all that but last year and, and definitely this year i'm i'm you know every i was telling justin like during lunch like every from this point on now that i know i'm going to be doing the list next you know this year i need to really pay attention to like what i'm like what i'm smoking and Absolutely. like what comes out and you know if we do get a chance to have like let's say the piv or something new like really pay attention to it to see where it would rank you know because i don't me personally i'm nick will never let me do this i don't want to fall into like well, you know, I, I still really like the, the CEO's Ocalo, and since it was 24, can we just do it? A t- no, I would like to do, I would like to try to do newer things. So, like, even through JR, they can get the pl- publicity that we're able to right. give them. Right, absolutely. Whether it be on social media, you know, these videos and stuff. So, so you know you know what? You know what? Uh, here, here's what I feel about their list. They should almost reverse it because... Like we we have older like the tricky Traka has made our list like three years in a row, but but it made number one the first year we did this and you said though it will almost always be on our list because yeah. I respect it but it's not going to be top three top five every yeah. year you know that it should be like all right Padron nineteen you know w- w- when did we we have Padron at like number seven yeah you know what I mean like I said all everything in our top four is brand new and top five uh, six and seven were like new to us yeah. But the tricky you know track right? is six fifty two. Like that's a newer one. So still, yeah, that's all. That like, is that's a new a, size. That's a new yeah, size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, that's that's new. Thank you, Derek. Um, I'm trying to see like <laughs> the oldest thing on our list is like maybe four years old with the with the wise man Maduro. I think that's like the oldest thing on the list. What about the uh, no, the, the, Ash, the Ashen Symmetry. Okay. Is is uh, Derek? Can I get a letter, like, please. Yeah, maybe oh, maybe, right maybe, right maybe six years old. Um, but there's like a place I think on a list for like. Old cigar, but still consistent, like still doing it. And it's not towards the bottom because it's not good, but it's like, here is a, I'm showing recognition to this brand. It's been around for 10 years and it's still smoking as great as day one. 
it's number 14. Like, that's that's where it should go. Mm-hmm. And also, you yeah, like I mean? the foundation wise, Mandaro, I feel like that's a cigar that Nick kind of always goes back. Like, my, we always go back to. Like, if we're thinking about what to smoke on a podcast, we smoke that yeah. while we're talking. You know, like, it's yeah. something that we always go back it's to. It's consistent, like the Umaga. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. <laughs> and also, it, but here's the thing it didn't make the list last year, the Wise Maduro, the regular one made, made our list last yeah. year. It didn't make our list last year. Right. You know, it didn't, didn't make the cut. Um, and honestly, I think that was I, I was that, that was correct. Like you know, it, there, there's no like it's got to be every time. The, the tricky traca. If I smoke five tricky tracas next year and they're garbage, I won't put it on the list. I'm, I keep putting it on there because I still smoke a lot of them. But they they are he keeps them consistent. If for whatever reason the the, the crop is bad or he he's investing in other brands more and so the quality goes for whatever. Let's just say that that happened. I'm not going to put it on there now. Right. You know, I'm not beholden to Steve Saka to put that brand on there. You know, we are not beholden to anyone to put brands on there. We legitimately just smoke these ones a lot. I feel like aficionado doesn't. And I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm not trying to anger them. I'm not trying to start a a war here. It's not like they're going to watch us anyway. Um, I'm not trying to start a war with them. (laughs) But I just feel like it would do the industry. I'm not I'm not saying go ahead and you got to rate other things higher. I'm saying take the blinders off a little bit. See that the industry as a whole. And I'm also not saying go and find a brand that's in like five stores in, in, in California and like put that as your number three. But be a little more open to other options and giving other cigars a little more credit for uniqueness, you know, complexity. You know, I think packaging does if you have two cigars that blind are both equally made, I'm going to give these both a 9.2. And one of them just comes in like a regular cardboard box that's called like the cigar, and the other one comes in a beautiful thing and it's done really well. And the pa- that one is going to be higher on my list because it's it's very. You ever see uh, you, um, what's the uh, Forge and Fire? No. The show? Oh no no! The no, night no, no, show. Yeah. Oh, oh, you would love it. I know. You I see it. It's on History Channel, right? Yeah, but you can watch it on Hulu and Amazon. I know what I'm doing tonight. Oh, dude, you gotta. You, within five episodes, you're gonna be like, "Don't quench in water, only quench in oil." <laughs> um, but when they have like the final two swords, and they're both like awesome, and they both pass all the tests, and they do beautifully. It comes down it's like presentation. Well, you made yours a little more standard. This guy like inlaid gold in his handle and put a tassel on it, and and put finger grips on. It, well, I feel like like it, the Kensugi is kind of like that though, because like the presentation they put together for like the like the cigar, um, the box and everything, it just looks absolutely it's gorgeous. Simple, and the label yeah, too. It's, it's, it's not so like a crazy nice. thick box or a crazy band. It's simply done, but it beautifully done. Yeah, it's yeah. very yeah. dude. It's gorgeous, done. honestly. Very that and honestly, done. the uh, Wagyu too for the uh, JR50. That was just great. that was awesome. You had it the other day, right? For the first time, the the Wagyu. Yeah, what it's a good think? smoke, man. Yeah. yeah. But even the box, like the presentation, like that's that's yeah. probably my favorite fiftieth box. I just thought it was like so unique and different from like anything else we put out. Yeah, honestly, I'm a big bo- yeah, the, the Mother Church box is pretty. Dope the Mother Church box too. Oh my god, off of the yeah. IMR auditorium. Try number one actually. But yeah. um, but no, it's it's. You said it earlier, man. It's just I think it comes down to not enough research and laziness. If we're gonna be honest, you know, like we are really like I could speak for our list. Like we are up here smoking them, whether it's podcast, like and going back to what Nick said too, like. <laughs> Every time, once in a blue moon, he'll you know now he'll have a tricky truck. He's like, God damn, now I know why I ranked it number one. You know, like so good, now dude. you know why. Yeah, so I, I will say out of everything that angers me the most, it's the lack of it's 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 the lack of crowned heads and Agonorsa on this list. 
Well, yeah, um, yeah definitely. That, that's what I'm going to be, uh, uh, particularly because the past two years have been the most prolific for those two companies in terms of like the amount of cigars they're producing. Yeah. In general, the amount of cigars they're producing. Level down from that, the quality of the new brands they're producing, nowhere to be found. The only reason that we didn't put the Rare Leaf Reserve on ours is because we didn't carry it at the time, and that's a rule we have. We don't carry it. You know, yep. we, we have it now. Um, but that was on two other... Like, that's an am- He's smoking it right now. Outstanding yeah. cigar. Nowhere to be found. No, not one crown head. You're telling me out of the Mil Dias... The Mother Church, no way in hell I would expect them to do that because they don't do any, they will cigar aficionado will never cover anything like JR related ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mil Dias, the Juarez, the Series E, the Las Calaveras, nothing from them. All these freaking hitters. Blind Man 12 had four. You have zero, not one. I've been working with you for over like two years now. It's probably the most triggered I ever saw you, man. This 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 was this was upsetting. Passion. I have such a, a love for this industry. And the people that really make it work, and the people that really make it hard, uh, like, like, that really work hard for this. And I'm not saying these companies don't, but there are people that could really benefit from a little extra look from this publication, and they're not getting it, and it's not okay. Like Agonorsa is at uh, a tipping point now where they can become an AJ Fernandez, Drew Estate level. Because they have the, it's, they have their own fields, their own factory. They're producing for a lot of different brands. If they had, you know, an illusion. And here's the thing with Illusione: it's made in Aganorsa, but that's that's a Dion cigar. Yeah. He handles all that himself. Like he's very hands on. But having like you know the rare leaf or like the you know the, the signature or, or you know whatever, like would, would go. Don't tell me that cigar wasn't good. Don't tell me that because that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Like right. you're, you're saying that all you're t- you're saying that all these were better this year, and I don't think that's true. I honestly don't. So, any uh, any last minute thoughts, gentlemen? No, this was this was exciting to do. The you know for JR cigars, it was exciting to do my first list, like dive in, and I guess like towards you know the beginning of the year, seeing all these lists, like really see what other people are thinking. It's nice because like now I want to try some of this stuff and I, there's no need to like kind of piggyback off what you said. I think you're saying both what like Derek and I are feeling. Well, I, I don't want to speak for you, but what no, I'm yeah, feeling absolutely. about aficionado, I'm just it just, you know, I, I, you know, maybe, you know, you could be hopeful and think like maybe next year like they, they kind of, you know, come up to par with the times, but probably not. You but know, that's like, um, but that's I, was, I really enjoyed the I, I enjoyed Dojo's like list of limited editions, like I said, but um. I'm just being biased. I really did enjoy. You know, I looked at our list and Blind Man's Puff. I'm like, if you're a cigar smoker, like starting out, like maybe Justin or even myself, those are lists I'm probably going to gravitate more towards. And I'll give the cigar aficionado list to like my grandpa or like you know <laughs> my dad. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's what it is because I've given like my dad like some crown heads or even my stepdad, and they were like, hmm. you know, it's just it's it's their palate and stuff. So it is you know it's it's I really you know I and Nick has developed he has a relationship with all these guys on this list. So he really knows like, you know, crown heads being number two on our list. I think that really means something to John, you know, like over anything else, honestly, because people take it seriously. So, and here's the thing. I don't even give a shit that it means a lot to John. If John made a crap (laughs) cigar, I'm I'm not putting it on the list. And I've told, I tell people that I'm like, like we have 
uh, boundaries of like what we can and can't put on. And it's essentially, it's like what we sell. Like, you know, so we, yeah. we, we, we have our own limitations and I understand that we're not some universally inclusive list either, but we can't be, you know, we can't put Cubans on our list. Yeah. But that being said, there is nothing on here that we haven't talked at length about throughout the course of the year. There was not like all of a sudden we just put, oh, and also a Monte Cristo Espada because we had to. Like, we, we Monte Cristo, like, Altidus does not do that with us. They do not say, like, you got to put, we focus on the Altidus product that we like, which happens to just be a lot of them these days. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and look at our videos from four or five years ago, we were not. Yeah. He's ve- you yeah, know. you're very um, open about that. You know, you, you, you say that a lot. So, and throughout yeah. the years, you know, since I've been here, three years, like, yeah, more. AUSA product have, has been on our list because they're, like, they're just knocking out of the park. I remember going to the event in New York City, an aging room, and I remember sitting there with Justin. I was like, damn, this is really like, wow. Like, you know, no wonder like Quattro Nicaragua got number one. Like, yeah, you know, like this is Rafael, like teaming up with AJ. It's just the best collaboration I've seen, you know, yeah. because they do not miss. That's what's really cool about this. So, like, we're going through this with like a fine tooth comb, or we're looking at everything and we're bringing attention to these smaller brands. And you're actually helping like the Derricks of the world who really don't know like these like yeah. really niche brands, but like and now listen, I do. And I, I think the Derricks of the world should look at the Aficionado list and they should yeah. smoke all of them. I, like I said, I, I agree. Yeah. Me, my me. issue has nothing to do with any of these brands. And there, there was some, there's a lot of crossover. Like I said, we, we, we match up with number two, Illusione. I'm still, I will always be a big Fuente guy. Series V Milanio, you can't beat it. Nah, Luciano, the Dreamer was great. The Quattro Nicaragua. You know, two of these on their list, we had versions made for our 50th this year. The Adrian Quattro Nicaragua. And the Milanio. And the Milanio. We had versions of those cigars made. Yeah. So like, we respect the hell out of the cigars here. It's not the cigars. It's, it's the publication and how they're how they're choosing to represent the industry right now. I have a problem with, and I'll I'll do the old Uncle Ben again. With great power becomes great response. You have a responsibility to this industry to look at everything. I'll, like I said, I know that they have one major brand that's on that's on all three of the other lists on here multiple times that they don't review at all. They they have a beef with the company and they do not review that cigar or, or anything from it. Right. Like maybe my anger is more with I don't know I don't know. It's I like just, the I like the Spider Man references, guys. Yeah. Well, I just saw it again. Is Toby never your number one? No, it's definitely Tom Holland. But Andrew oh, really? Garfield, I thought he was good in his movies, but watching. He was, uh, he was great in that. Uh, no Way Home. Yeah. I'm like, I would I would actually really like to see a third one of his movies yeah. done like done right. Like done We're going to watch that. So, yeah. My wife asked me, like, who's your... Toby's just, like, my childhood. Yeah, I know. That's why I said you to Kristen. So, like, I, it's 13... You know, I was 13 when I saw it. Like, that's my childhood. It's just kind of like how Keaton as Batman was, you know, that's how right. that's what I got introduced to, but... You know, Tom Holland is by far the most accurate Peter Parker. But I think Andrew Garfield just gets a, I don't know, not gets a bad rap, but like he, he does out that. of all three of them, he's the best actor. Like, talk oh, about yeah. his He stuff. just won an award too, right? Yeah, yeah for the a best musical. Actor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so you, you look at them aside, like from Marvel, like he's the best actor. Yeah. So I would love for him to come back and, you know, we're going to spoil a little bit. I don't care. When he saved MJ and he ended up like, all in his man. eyes, I was like, I, I'm getting goosebumps just talking. About, I was like, oh, that, you know, that's real freaking acting, you know, like, yeah. you know, to, but you know, 
the first Spider-Man is it's, you look back and you're like, oh yeah, of course that a 28 year old can play a high school, you know, like all of them look grown there, you know, mm -hmm. like it's gotten I'll, better with casting and things. I will of that say nature. this might be divisive. I, 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 as much as I liked the first two movies, the third one just, I, I am not a Tobey Maguire fan. I feel like he is like in general. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. He's, he has he seems the kind of like same a, like a look on his face all the time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Spider, Spider, like That's even when he cries, That's pretty good, dude. That's even when he cries, Spider, when he cries, his all his, all he does is like his lips just go up a little bit more. I love the memes that came out of this too. Dude. This movie, there's so many good that, memes, and there's other like. When Uncle Ben's dying, like the, all those memes for that too is just really oh, funny. So but good. no, I, I would say Tom Holland is the most is the best because you see him how he was like <laughs> in uh, Civil War and stuff. He's just like this doughy eyed kid. Like mm -hmm. oh, he still how, is. how are you, Mister Stark? You know, yeah, like that. Like, but I thought th those those three guys acted really. Well. And I'm happy. I'm happy it just wasn't like an end credit scene or anything. Like it was right. like the final act. Yeah, you know, it was a really good one. Sorry ones. for the spoilers, by the way. No, like, there's a lot of spoilers. The, the, the movie's never it's been out a month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you, had to, you had to watch it. What, what I will say is, first of all, I I liked how it kind of acted as like. It, it seemed like what they did is those three Spider-Man movies acted as the origin story. Yes, because I feel like the next movie, like like now we're gonna see the actual Spider-Man. Like yes. now we're seeing we're gonna see he he, he built a new suit at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. He's on his own, and we're gonna see like what is. Like, yeah, because I remember because, yeah, Jess is super emotional lately and she's like, I don't like Peter Parker being on his own. But if you think about it, he always has been. Yes. I think it was a more optimistic ending than the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one, I I, I, watch, I watch it really <laughs> yeah. once. I'll never watch it again. Yeah, the, second, yeah. the second one? The Far From Home. Yeah, that was... When, yeah. when, when stupid Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. rats him out at the end. Like, yeah, but I, I really like enjoyed, like, I thought Jamie Foxx was great. Oh, he was like, so, I he's such a badass, Alfred dude. Molina, I love like, him. All of them mm. were just so... Did you see Django Unchained? I, no, no, no. I love him in Django Unchained. You didn't like I him in this? I don't like his acting in that movie In Marvel? Either. Okay. Yeah. Really? He was very like, yeah, oh, I'm badass with, like, I got electric, like, my, this is this is new... Pa like, it was just... The, yeah, I, awesome. think his, I think his lines were written badly. I think, yeah. he, I think he needed... Like Alfred Molina and William Defoe had like these big exposition pieces and like emotional scenes, and they kind of just made Jamie Foxx like, oh yeah, just go be a badass be and shoot, and shoot yeah. lasers. Jamie Foxx is can a remarkable yeah. actor. Like he, yeah, he is. He's, he's amazing. He's an Academy Award winner. Yeah, he can like, do that. You know, great yeah. in Django, and they gave him the most basic yeah. thing. He said power in like every set. I got this new power. Look at this new. <laughs> I like the power I'm feeling here. I'm like. It sounds like somebody in like a little kids movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, really quick, because we were already spoiled it enough. But after Doctor Strange does the thing, and everyone forget. Like I'm pretty sure he can just go back to Doctor Strange and be like, "Hey, here's what happened. Like you cast this spell, but like here's who I am." And I feel like Doctor Strange would be like, "All right, yeah, that makes sense. Like, well, I'll be your friend now because yeah. I don't think like that, that makes a ton of sense that that's what just happened." He could, yeah. You know what I mean? And well, I, I'm like, more, a, a stranger to him now. But if you go up to Doctor Strange and be like, I think hey, Doctor listen, Strange is a rude he, guy, he'd be like, he, no, screw you, kid. Who are you? He wouldn't you? believe. Like, first of all, you show him that you're Spider-Man, do some spider shit. Okay. And then be like, this is what happened. I did. Th and and Spider-Man still exists because J. Jonah Jameson does a yes. thing at the end. So Spider-Man is, they still remember Spider-Man. There's nobody remembers Peter Parker he is. at all. Like, they don't yeah. remember him as, even as a human being. Yeah. So I want, but I wonder in the multi, uh, the... Multiverse, multiverse of madness, madness for Doctor so Strange. I, I don't know if I because I don't trust really much on the internet. They're saying like the rumored cast for that Wesley Snipes comes as Blade. Stop. 
that's rumored. Right if they did he that, needs that tax money, oh, baby. If, <laughs> if he did that, I would lose because I'm. I love Mahershala Ali, and he's gonna be the new Blade. That's gonna be sick. Dude. That he's gonna be yeah. sick in it. But like, I rewatched the new Blades like last year. I was like, or I rewatched the Blades last year. I was like, man, like Wesley Snipes was badass. Could you imagine they bring back like? Edward Norton maybe is the Hulk. I don't yeah, know if they would do that. I don't know if they would because of behind the scenes issues. Yeah, that too. Oh, really? Or, or, well, yeah. He. No one. I don't even think you guys are going to get this. But bringing back Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher would be. Ooh. He did a Punisher movie in like '91. Well, they were thinking Thomas Jane actually. Yeah, but like if you're gonna if you're no, gonna if you're gonna do John Bernthal, I think John Bernthal <laughs> is so good that if you're going to do like a fun thing that you go all the way back to Dolph Lundgren. The first so. season of The Punisher was absolutely incredible oh, and the yeah. second one was just like lazy. It just wasn't yeah. good. It was, I, I don't know. There's I, some I good like scenes. One. I love John Berthold. So I, I really went into the movie not wanting to know anything. Uh, maybe I was a Me little no, naive thinking that they weren't, weren't going to show up because literally Andrew Garfield, it just came out Andrew Garfield lied to Emma Stone about not being in it. Like he Ooh. did his job. Wow. So when I saw Charlie Cox come on as as Daredevil, I was like, "That's probably what everyone's freaking out about. That's awesome. I want him in it more." But then obviously when, you know, when they come in through the portals, I'm like, "Oh, okay, no, that's the that's the big one." But seeing Charlie and when he like caught the brick and he's like, "How did you oh, like, do I'm that?" Jacked like up. I thought I was that so was, excited. Yeah. Goosebumps to that scene. I'm like, "Yeah." But I want. I would love to see you know. And I watched Hawkeye. I don't know if anyone watched it. I watched it was Hawkeye. it was I, right. I like Hawkeye. I liked. I liked. Um, Fisk in there, I think you know, because it was Disney Plus. They didn't make him as he was way stronger. Yes, than he was. Yeah, in Daredevil. yeah. He, well, Daredevil was a brutal show, man. It was yeah. great. It was a phenomenal. Yeah. Was, I, might, I might start watching Daredevil again. Might be my next. One show. of my favorite Netflix shows, honestly. You yeah. know what? I gotta watch. I gotta watch it one and two again. But I never watched season three. I kind of like lost. Kinda like, I was, was like right after the, I was like right after the Defenders came. Punisher out. came in two. second season. Yeah, that scene in the jail. With yeah. Him? Oof. Every scene, Ooh, even the rooftop fight, so like, oh, just the rooftop, but we're just talking on the rooftop. Yeah, for like twenty minutes, oh, like man, that. that yeah, great. so brutal. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but yeah, right. no, no way home was 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 amazing. Let's, uh, so that's our opinion. We're sticking to it again. Great, you know, major kudos to every cigar that made any of these lists. It's, it's an incredible achievement, particularly the cigar aficionado list. You got to give credit that it is the number one list. I just hope that the in the future they can be a little bit open minded and give some very deserving companies a little bit more eyes. You know, but I think the JR list nailed it this year. I think we I crushed it. <laughs> um, Good job, boys. Uh, with it within the confines of what we can do, considering you know we only have a certain amount of cigars, I think it was it was it was awesome. Uh, I loved having this discussion, Derek. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Yeah, you'll be our special guest when we do like special episodes, okay? Like, time episodes. Maybe you guys want me. Maybe yeah. next time you can show us how to like you know again like. Show us how to smoke a pipe because I don't know how to. Okay, I'm pretty good at smoking pipes. We'll all, so I can do we'll that. all buy pipes. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll all be pipe smokers. <laughs> all right. And uh, thank you. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. And for the widest selection of amazing cigars, check out the JR Cigars. Yeah.